Welcome to the Soulful Collective with the Homegirls podcast. It's your homegirl, Tiff G, and I hope you all are doing well. As usual, I'm hoping that you're somewhere out there living soulful because that is what life is really about. Of course, only you and God can determine what soulful living looks like for you, but I hope we can help one another along the way. So thank you so much for the gift of your time today. Here at The Collective, our theme for the year is follow through. And for the whole month of February, we've been focusing and dosing up on daily self-care soul shots. It's kind of like a self-care challenge. So um, we've had virtual yoga led by our homegirl, Anna. We've had Zumba led by our homegirl, Yolanda. And uh, we've also had these weekly writing prompts and declarations to just kind of help guide us each week. And then one homegirl, the one that serves up the most self-care soul shots, will be the winner of a beautifully curated box of love. So for the homegirls in the collective, keep giving yourself those self-care soul shots. Um, and I hope that whether you post them in the form or not, that you just know the importance of feeding in and nourishing your own soul. So I realize that posting in the form can kind of make self-care feel performative, um, you know, sharing that way, or sometimes even when we share on social media, but sometimes I think that your self-care can be an inspiration to someone else. I think one of the things that I've learned through the collective is that self-care can be a team sport. And that is why we're having this conversation today. I have two of my homegirls here with me to talk about self-care. So for those of you that are listening, go ahead, grab your tea or whatever makes your soul full and get into it. By that, I mean, sip your tea, talk back to us because we can hear you with our souls. So before I introduce my homegirls, I want to quickly let you know what our uh, self-care tenant is here at The Collective. So it goes like this. My self-care is non-negotiable. It is a gift I give to my present and future self, loved ones, community, and creator. My self-care is designed by and tailored to me. So. Let me go ahead and introduce you to the homegirls. First, I have Anna, who is a yogi extraordinaire. She is my book club sister. She's uh, my walking warrior sister. And again, she's a homegirl in the collective. Anna, would you go ahead and say hello to the people? Hello, homegirls out there. Welcome. <laughs> yes. And then we have over here, Monique, who is a vlogger at Life Inspired with Mo. She is my uh, personal development accountability partner. And she too is a homegirl here in the collective. Monique, would you give a shout out to the people? Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, Tiff. Hey, homegirls. <laughs> yes, yeah, so glad that you are both here. And thank you for being here with me today. So I'm just going to jump right into the questions because I feel like having this conversation is something um, that can be good for people to just kind of hear other perspectives. Again, our self-care is tailored to us, but 
as I said earlier, I find it to sometimes be a team sport. Like I feed off of your energy and I go, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'll try that. Maybe that'll work for me. So, um, Anna, I'll start with you. If you could tell us what self-care means to you. Well, okay. Um, well, to me, it means healing oneself. Um, for me, it's like taking a day and become present and connect with my body and my mind, my spirit. And I ask myself what I need that day. It could be from anywhere from self-compassion, motivation, drive, love, maybe some rest, and then honoring myself by meeting that need for the day. I know when I practice self-care personally, it spills over to all areas in my life, which just complements, you know, all of those relationships and, and avenues that I go down. Okay. I love that. Thank you, Anna. Like it's healing, right? Self-care brings healing. And I love that you said you ask yourself, what do I need today? That's so good. Um, Monique, do you want to add anything to that? What does self-care mean to you? Well, to me, um, to add to what Anna was, uh, Anna was saying, those things as well. But, um, you know, to me, it's like preserving or protecting um, my well-being and my happiness, which is, you know, an example of all those things that Anna listed. But yeah, to me, especially during those times of stress, it means just keeping focus and maintaining and improving on what's um, happy to me, what makes me happy and my well-being, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that too. Preserving and protecting mm-hmm. well-being. That's good because ultimately that's self-care, right? We're it just in its simplest form. We're taking care of ourselves Absolutely. and you have to figure out how to do that. Okay. Okay. So Monique, um, how has participating in the collective helped you in terms of your self-care? Good one. (laughs) Well, it's made me more aware of self-care and that accountability, you know, that comes from the collective, you know, just like with you, uh, we're doing these soulful shots and it's just making me really aware of the weeks that I am um, looking at my self-care plan and am I doing any of those self-care moments for myself um, during the course of the week. So it's really brought about a lot of awareness for me and um, accountability each week, you know, or, you know, all the times that we meet and where I may be lacking and need to step up on my self-care. Okay. Thank you. Um, Anna, would you add, would you have anything to add to that or? Um, Yeah, pretty much what, with what Monique said. But also what I've gotten out of it is the connection um, of the amazing group of women and the energy that we share has really helped my mental state of mind, especially during these pandemic times where we're not, maybe we're less connected with one another. So, you know, my mental health is definitely part of my self-care. So that's a big piece of it, just having that connection with everyone. Okay. Good. Thank you. That's, that's, that's uh, good to my soul to be able to hear that. So. <laughs> Okay, so um, as you know, Anna, our self-care tenant in the collective leads with my self-care is non-negotiable. So what would you say that your top two non-negotiables are when it comes to your self-care? I would say um, meditation, prayer. I I kind of put those together. Um, That's one. And then my second one is um, 
exercise equals releasing endorphins equals happy Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and that probably also means ha- happy people that are. In <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Monique, what about you? What would you say um, that your top two non-negotiables are when it comes to your self-care? You know, Anna and I must uh, have the same mind. Great minds think alike. Um, I actually would say the same thing for myself. I, I would say quiet time and God time. Those are my two non-negotiables because they allow me to kind of be present for all the rest of my self-care and my self-care checklist, because if those two aren't met or fulfilled, um, it kind of throws everything else off for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, sometimes we hear women in particular say that they struggle with self-care. And Monique, I want to ask you, um, why is self-care so difficult in practice or is it just as difficult in theory? What are your thoughts on that? You know, Tiff, when I think about this, I think it can be difficult um, in theory because some of us may think in theory, like this is something I really don't need to do. What What is self-care? It's going to take up too much time. Um, you know, things like that. You just can't imagine oh, I got to carve time out of my day to take care of myself and, you know, those things. So people think of it as um, some far-fetched theory um, or expectation maybe that can't be met. Um, So I think it's difficult for some of us just to wrap our mind around self-care. And I would say, especially with women, um, because most, not all women, are natural-born nurturers. And sometimes it's hard for us to think about Our self-care as a practice is a normal part of our life. And I think um, we always make uh, time for things that are important to us. So I think just trying to fit that self-care in as a general practice, um, like every day when we wake up, breathe and take a shower and, you know, take care of everyone else in the house, we need to have ourselves on that list too. So sometimes I do think it's difficult to put it in practice. And that some people just think it's a far-fetched theory that, ah, that's going to take too much time. And, you know, so I think it can be both sometimes for people. I think it can be, you know, difficult in theory and difficult to practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, Anna, what do you think about that? I Yeah, I totally agree with Monique about like the having it be a practice. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it doesn't come easy at times, right? So when we're having challenging days, it's harder to, to find or carve that time out. Um, but it's so important. And then, you know, it's just finding, and it's just like forgiving yourself if you can't make it that day, Yeah, you know, just allow, just to let it go and, and, you know, start tomorrow new and, and have different goals or, you know, aspirations of making that time for yourself because it's so important, but it does, it does take time. So Mm -hmm. kind of just piggybacking off of what Monique says. Right. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's true that um, so many beautiful things are work. And I think oftentimes we tell ourselves like, oh, you know, this shouldn't be work. This should be easy, whether it's our self-care, whether it's a relationship, whatever it is. And it's like, beautiful things take work. Yeah. Yeah. 
happen. Um, so, um, Anna, what does your self-care practice look like? Like on, let's say it's your best day. What does your self-care <laughs> practice look like? <laughs> Um, well, my best day, um, is getting up. It basically starts from the moment I get out of bed. Um, I start with my meditation and prayer, yoga and breath work. And you may, it may sound like, wow, is that like an hour? No, absolutely not. Depending on my day, it's anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. Um, I recently have incorporated acupuncture treatments, which have been amazing for me as I reach a certain age and my body's changing and just kind of honoring that and it's helped calm my nervous system. Um, as well as getting connected to my acupuncturist who's kind of opened my eyes to how food is healing and kind of, and being mindful in, of my diet and what I put in my mouth and how that affects my overall uh, health. Um, and also, um, as I mentioned earlier, daily exercise, which I try to include weight training, cardio, or yoga, obviously not all three at the same, same day, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least one every day, movement, movement for my body. My body is meant to be move, moving. That's good. Okay. Um, I like that. And Anna, I actually probably could see you doing all three of those on one. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> Tiffany? I can too, Tiffany. You know, overachiever, but great. <laughs> I can totally see it. Me too. So, Monique, what about you? On your best day, what does your self-care practice look like? On my best day, Tiff, let's see. Um, you know, mine, I think I have actually shared with you and Anna, it's kind of divided up into categories, you know, like personal, spiritual, emotional, physical, and professional. So um, sometimes it's hard to he hit um, every category each day. So um, I definitely try to start the day sort of like with Anna, just being thankful for waking up, first of all. You know, and um, there was a great lesson learned that you actually recommended to us that works really good, recording yourself, talking to yourself mm -hmm. and telling yourself to have this great day, that you're amazing, that you can do great things. So, you know, waking up, being thankful, having that um, God time, and then reminding yourself that, hey, you can get through this day. There's no challenge that's going to be too big for you, you know, and that you have God by your side and those things. So um, that's kind of what my self-care looks like. And, and on a good day, like Anna said, I would add in my exercise. And even if that's something as small on difficult days when it's hard to get to as quick as a walk outside, because I love being outdoors with nature, you know, for the physical side and emotional is just having at least um, 10 minutes of quiet time to myself. Um, mm -hmm. If I could get more, that's even better but just having um, some quiet time to myself to gather my thoughts, um, to gather what um, good intentions I have for the day. You know, so those things, mm -hmm, to hold myself accountable throughout the day. Okay. Well, very good. I, I think that, um, you know, that's one of the things that has been kind of challenging, um, but an eye opener for me was that initially, I don't think I was, I know I'm not a morning person, um, but learning to start my day off like this has, you know, it's been a game changer for me. It's like sets the tone for my whole day. Yeah, um, yeah. It helps me not to start my day on autopilot, but to go, you know, I know I'm setting and I'm determining um, how my day is going to be by the way I started. So 
Yes, I think that those are very important practices. And that's exactly what it is. It's like you have to practice yeah. it. And as both of you said, there are going to be days where you fall off and then you just get right back up and get back to it. So yeah. um, on those difficult days, Monique, is there one part of your practice that is vital to you when you're having a difficult day? Yeah, I'd say that meditation and that quiet time, it kind of realigns me. Um, it helps me to just get in a place and be still mentally because sometimes our mind races faster than our physical body. Um, and especially during COVID, you know, we're um, really experiencing so many emotional things and um, things that are making us sad or being in the house, not getting enough sun, all these things. So, you know, that quiet and meditating time kind of realigns me and helps me to get a better perspective. So that's what really helps me on a challenging day, just to get somewhere and be still. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. And Anna, I'm afraid to ask you because you might say that you have the same answer. But do you have any... <laughs> actually, you... is, that the, my... is that the same for you? No, actually, mine is exercise. That is, I've always come back to like, that's like my therapy. And when I'm having challenging days, nine times out of 10, I don't want to show up for exercise. Mm -hmm. I could make a thousand excuses of why I shouldn't show up. <laughs> but I know in my heart that I already know that when I show up and complete, complete whatever my exercise routine is, I feel 100% better when I'm done. Mm -hmm. It clears my mind. It allows me to press reset. And when I'm exercising, I'm, I'm totally present. And I'm like, I'm totally present with my body and my breath. They're in sync. Mm. So when you're exercising, you have to really think about, you know, when you're doing certain movements of where your alignment is, is your core strong? You know, where are your engagements? So like you're, you're in tune to your body. So it helps me just forget about all the stuff that maybe I was worried or stressed about. And it allows me to be a hundred percent present with myself. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, man, that's really good. I needed to hear that about that exercise piece. Mm -hmm. um, that's why I said that um, self-care is a team sport, because even listening to you all's answers is making me feel encouraged. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um, Anna, would you say that you believe that self-care is about self-acceptance or more than that? I would say yes, it's self-acceptance and more. I believe it's self-love, self-compassion, and most of all, I think it's self-awareness. Um, mm -hmm. You know, to, it goes back to like, and maybe this is the yogi in me, right? So in <laughs> yoga, it's all about connecting our bodies and our breath and our mind. And I think that's that that tunes into where, what you really need. So it's all of all of that plus self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, nourishing yeah. and, you know, finding ways to heal and nourish ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Monique, would you add anything to that? Uh, no, not really. I mean, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You know, it's um, about your awareness of your strengths and weaknesses, because if we don't know where we're lacking for our self-care, um, we're not aware of it. You know, we don't know what to focus in on. So, yeah, I agree that the self-acceptance is you know, just like the self-care more because it's making you aware of strengths and weaknesses and trying to help yourself right. in those areas where you're weak and getting a plan in place and getting things to help yourself. 
And I know for me, one of the things that has been really kind of vitally important was getting back to knowing myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd spent a lot of years being focused on my husband, being Mm -hmm. focused on my kids or, you know, whatever work, whatever it was. Um, And had kind of just lost track of Tiffany along the way. And so sometimes I would, you know, be thinking to myself, like, okay, what do I want to do? What do I like to do? And my answers were always kind of a a regurgitation of something that probably one of my kids or my husband or something would have said. But it took that kind of, um, um, as you said earlier, um, Anna, trying to figure out what I need. Um, getting in tune with myself. Um, so that self-awareness to be able to say, no, actually that's, I don't want to do that. You know, this is what I want to do. And, um, and some of these things I might be doing and hopefully can do all by myself because that makes me feel good. That feeds my soul. Monique, in terms of your self-care, what do you think, um, is an area that you need to improve? with your practice. Hmm. I wish there was more time in the day. Can you uh, grant that request, <laughs> Tiffany? <laughs> can you magically make that happen for me? <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. You said we believe <laughs> we can make it happen. No, I think, mm-hmm. you know, Tiffany, I think I mentioned like at the beginning of this conversation is, you know, whatever is important to us, we really make it a priority. And I think sometimes my focus can be in so many places that I deem to be important. Um, But I just have to really look, sit back and look at that picture and really pray about, is this the order for my day? Is this really important? So to me, I really think um, it would be great if I can hone in and um, really improve on my focus, you know, for my self-care practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay focus. And Anna, what, what, what about, what do you think you need to improve in terms of your self-care practice? Mine is sleep. (laughs) I am, I am, I am horrible when it comes to bedtime. I, I just, I don't, it's like procrastination maybe, or winding down. And then all of a sudden I get trapped in a watching mindless TV or I'm on my (laughs) phone or I'm starting to on Pinterest or like, you know, just mindless. And all of a sudden it's midnight. And I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) You need to get, you should have been in bed, you know, two and a half hours ago. So mine is sleep and really finding a bedtime routine and being diligent about it being you know stick to mm-hmm. it so Anna it sounds, mm-hmm. sounds like you need a little bit of this focus huh <laughs> yes yes you're absolutely right <laughs> I'll, I'll share mine with you <laughs> thank you thank you Monique I appreciate that wow Man, I tell you that um well the bedtime routine is really important because it affects the morning oh, routine or at least it does for me um um, I noticed that like, okay, now I'm getting up and I don't really want to do the things that I had set out to do in the morning because I stayed up so late. Right. Um, so that is why I was sharing with you guys um, a couple of weeks ago that I had to switch up my bedtime routine and stop bringing like bringing my phone mm-hmm. to bed and just revamping my whole bedtime routine. But anyway, I am interviewing you so I'm not going to be talking you think- <laughs> those are great tips for us though Tiffany no oh, yes so Anna what do you think are some of the most 
common misconceptions about self-care? Um, I think perhaps like, you know, if you're taking time for self-care that you may be selfish or maybe mm-hmm. that the thing that the self-care plan is looks the same for everyone, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. we're all on, all of our lives are different. We're all on different journeys. So, you know, just going back to that every day of like, what do I need? And even that, that, that self-care plan is going to change as we grow, like as we grow older, you know, or, right. you know, from day to day, our, our lifestyle, our jobs, our family. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I think it might make people might think it's selfish or, or if it's the same plan for, our, for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Monique, what about you? Um, what do you think are uh, some of the misconceptions about self You know, and I used to have this one, so I will name it, is um, sometimes resources. You know, a lot of people think that self-care is, oh, and to them it could be, you know, it could be a massage or getting my nails and uh, toes done or taking myself to dinner or movie. So yeah, it could be resources, but I think that that should not stop you from being creative about your self-care. Uh, Like Anna said, you could do yoga at home. You can uh, get on the internet and find a free program and, you know, just all these things. So I think there are ways to um, really combat that myth of it requires so many resources, you know, financially. And also, I think a lot of us think we're not worthy. We are so Mm -hmm. worthy of this time. We're so worthy of rejuvenating and re-energizing ourselves so we are worthy. Yeah. It's not negotiable. We are worthy right. of this self-care because it just makes us a better person overall. Amen. Amen. Yes. yes, I agree. We <laughs> yes, are worthy. We are. <laughs> okay. So um, I want to ask you both, and I'll start with you, Monique. What kind of women do you look up to and turn to in times of need? Wow, that's a good one. Um, I would say, not saying that all are perfect, but I would definitely say God-fearing women women that are in my life. Um, you know, either it doesn't matter the age, but you know, with um age comes wisdom sometimes, not all the time all the time. But you know, like sometimes I'll call my grandmother. Um, I have one living now, and I'll just talk to her about different things, and she'll say, honey with her Southern accent, let me just tell you. And she'll explain something to me and she'll uh, give me real life scenario. And then she will relate it to the Bible, you know, just helping me to keep perspective about, you know, um, what I should be as a woman of God, um, what problems that I'm going through that there's nothing that God couldn't handle. And she always tells me this. And I pick this up from her when I say it to friends that nothing surprises God. It really doesn't. It surprises us. He knew it was going to happen all along. He knows the entire plan for our life. But, you know, really turn into women of God for women of wisdom. Um, and that could be, you know, friends like you and Anna that I'm talking to now um, and just getting some insight and different perspective on things. Because, uh, Tiffany, you know, I have this saying about the crazy train. You know, sometimes you get on that train, you bought a first class ticket. You're headed to somewhere unknown destination. And I may have to call you and say, Tiffany, can you come get on the next train and get me off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am on the crazy train. Yes. I bought a first class pass and included dinner and everything. <laughs> 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 and 
and I'm gonna need to come, you to come get yes, me off of this train. <laughs> yes, we need friends yes. to come. So definitely, <laughs> you know, women train. like you guys who definitely encourage and inspire me, you know, being able to just turn to you, you know, and being authentically me and just being able to share, you know, openly. Yeah, that's good. Anna, what about you? What what kind of women do you look up to and, and turn to in your times of need? That's a good, like uh, Monique said, that's a really good question, Tiff. Um, well, it, I always feel like it depends on the situation, right? I have like certain, mm-hmm. certain avenues, um, mm-hmm. certain support mm-hmm. groups. And most of, most of them are kind and loving and, and most of it with a sense of humor that helps a lot going through <laughs> challenges. <laughs> But I also have a special relationship with um, a nun. Uh, Her name is Sister Lucy. I know, Tiff, you've heard my Sister Lucy stories. Um, She's been been in my life. She is actually um, in her last career because she's in her 80s and she's retired right now. She is a massage therapist and um, she just her hands are healing. And I just always refer to her as like my guru, my healer. and any time that I was going through challenges, I'd go get a massage from her and she and we would have these deep conversations. And whenever I'm around her, you just have that that sense of like love and, you know, just like, you know, a, a nice warm blanket. If you, ever, you have a favorite <laughs> warm blanket and you wrap around in that warm blanket, that's how I feel when I'm when I when I was around her, you know, her presence right now. She is um, she's in, she lives in Ohio. Um, in a assistant living. So I haven't been able, I haven't seen her probably for like two years, but I talk to her frequently. Um, but she, yeah, she's, you know, her faith, um, just everything, her, her presence, her support, her love. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, it's interesting to me that both of you named um, mm. elders, Monique, you said your grandmother, and now you talked about Sister Lucy, who is 80 years old. And um, I just think that that is so beautiful how we can still um, tap into our elders and still let them know, like, you are valuable. You still have so much to give. And so I think that's a a beautiful thing. I love that. So um, as we wrap up this conversation, I want to give both of you an opportunity if there's anything that you just want to add or say about self-care or anything. um, I want to give you the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, Anna, if you have anything or Monique, either of you, please feel free. Or, or if you have a question. Yeah, Tiff, the, the one thing I would say with any of your listeners that are listening to this, um, like just re, uh, you know, reiterating, um, getting some kind of self-care plan, that doesn't mean sitting down, writing something out for hours. It could be just like one thing or two things that you want to accomplish this year about self-care, like add one thing, walking or something that brings you joy or happiness. A self-care plan doesn't mean sitting down, writing out this long list of, you know, things that you know you can't accomplish. Just take small bite sizes, learn to crawl, then walk, then run, all those things. So, you know, just maybe writing on a sticky note, two things that you want to do for yourself this year that will make you 
a happier person, a more balanced person and the thing you want to see for you, because like I said, you are worth it. So just take that time yes. and just jot down two things. And even if you only do one a week, like spend five minutes of quiet time, hide in the bathroom if you have kids. If they know that secret place, go find <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> Get that moment of sanity. Yes. But, you know, if you don't put something down or write something down, sometimes just because it's in our mind, we don't tend to react to it. Yeah. So right. take time That's to do good. that. Thank you, Monique. Yes. Anna, do you have any um, parting things you want to say to the Just listening Just piggybacking audience? off of Monique, taking time for yourself is so important. I, I mean, you're worth it. Whoever's listening out there, you're worth it. You know, mm-hmm. um, you are special. You're unique. You know, mm-hmm. look in the mirror every day and kind of give yourself some affirmations of, you know, mm-hmm. you're beautiful, you're strong. Um, you're worth it. And um, I, I've shared this quote before in my one of my yoga classes, which is kind of fun. Um, I like sharing different quotes. Um, Jim Ron, he's an American entrepreneur and author and motiva- motivational speaker. He says, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Mm, that's really good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. That's good. Wow. Okay, so... I don't, I don't really even need to say anything <laughs> to close up because my girls, my home girls just closed up. I mean. Mic drop uh, tip. Is it mic drop time? <laughs> right. Mic drop. <laughs> so um, I don't believe that self-care is simply about the hows and the whys, just as the homegirls just said. It's about believing in your soul that you deserve it. It's about knowing that you are worth it. Um, you, you can know how and understand why, but still never fully engage with self-care. I think it's only when we truly begin to believe again, that we're worth it, that we're deserve, that we mm-hmm. are deserving of it, that it stops being a goal and then becomes yeah. like a practice, right? We kind of get really clear about our God-given worth, about our God-given brilliance, that we just say, hey, you know what? I'm making time to put myself first. So it's it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. and it's a practice. Um, I always say that um, my mother taught me a long time ago that you teach people how to treat you by the way you treat them and the yeah. way you treat yourself. I love that. So we can't be mad right at people ourselves or making ourselves a priority and and they just follow suit right so we have to take care of ourselves and demand and respectfully demand that others do the same and if they don't then what that's right (laughs) tiffany (laughs) they are not part of the self-care plan x (laughs) right right that's right they're um, part of the release plan yes (laughs) yes part of the that's right that's that that is one of our affirmations here at the collective that we lovingly release (laughs) any relationship that runs course okay so that's the truth um so so that being said in in closing i do have a call to action very similar to what monique was sharing um because a self-care practice is just like any other practice and it does not happen without intentionality. So do something to calendar your self-care. 
just like you take time to schedule everything else, at least one day a week, schedule some time for you because mm-hmm. again, you deserve it. And to, to the homegirls that are members of the Soulful Collective, of course, you know that we are in our last week of our self-care shots. So just continue to dose up. And I'm going to be honest with you. And maybe this isn't a good thing for me to say, but you know, <laughs> I'm just going to be real. If you, if you never share your self-care soul shots on the forum, <laughs> that's your business. But I'm going to tell you what, I do care about yes. dosing up and yes. taking those self-care shots because Again, we can't say it enough. You are worth it. You deserve it. You are bold. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are courageous and resilient. And you deserve to be well taken care of. And as your homegirl, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines and allow you to not take care of yourself. So, again, whether you post it or not, I'm going to need you to (laughs) That's right. Okay? And... I will see you. We will see you on Wednesday evening for yoga with Anna. That's our last one for this month. And uh, next week we will focus on personal development. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want more information on the collective, then, you know, you can send an email to simply at gmail.com with collective in the subject. And I want to thank you again, Anna and Monique, for being here with me today, for sharing your wisdom and just your um, your practice of self-care with the listeners and with me today. And I want to say thank you to everyone for joining me on this journey to unite with our souls and each other as we conquer challenges, goals, and fears, and strive to mm-hmm. live with our souls full. Until the next time, be well, ladies. Thank you.